Yes, we are live on another episode of the Calcio Connection podcast, connecting with you, Italian football fans from all over the world. I am Alex Dono, alongside my co-host, as always, Jerry Mancini. Jerry, uh, not the best weekend for Lazio. I feel like we've been saying that a lot recently. Uh, 2-1 loss. Uh, so how you feeling, man? I'm, um, I'm, I'm okay, I guess. It's not the end of the world. Let's let's be honest here. It's it's a transition period, so there's going to be good, there's going to be bad, and this weekend was pretty bad considering that we had our two best midfielders out and two injuries on separate occasions where we had to start the second half without Pedro and yeah. eventually without Matias Zakani. So it's it's that kind of season overall where you. you it just—it's not going to get any better, I think. But we'll see. It's still half a season to go. Things can turn around, but uh, just not a not a great weekend for Lazio. And not not great uh, in Europa League either. You guys did qualify, but you had that big matchup with Galatasaray. We talked about it with Turkish Bob last week. Who I love. I love that dude. I I, I wish like and and I'll have him on whenever we get a chance. Like anytime an Italian side faces a Turkish side. Like, I, I don't know if there's enough uh, interest with our audience in Turkish football to bring him on on a more regular basis, but I love that dude. Uh, and l- let's bring on our special guest. I had to live vicariously through this man for a couple of weeks. He was on a vision quest over in the motherland. He was in Italia, and he uh, he got to watch, and I don't think he loved it so much given his own allegiances, but you got to witness – Inter's probably their best performance, most complete fo- performance of the season so far uh, against a very shorthanded Roma, to be fair. But you got to watch that 3-0 Inter win at the Olimpico, and obviously you were there supporting Roma, but I know your trip was fantastic. I was looking at your photos, everything you were eating, all the matches you were going to. It looked like an awesome time over there, Chris DeSantis. How are you doing, sir? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well, man. And uh, And listen, I know that... The elephant in the room here is Inter are on top of the table. Um, you know, it's, I'm not going to take a, a victory lap because it's still very early in the season. Uh, they took care of business against a bad Cagliari side, looked really good doing it uh, on a weekend when Napoli and Milan both dropped points and Juventus dropped points as well for what it's worth. So uh, Inter might actually get that winter Scudetto that nobody really seems to want. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes over the next few weeks, but I, I've, I've been very, very well. Uh, and I, I got to ask you, Chris, uh, what before we even get into the Calcio, what were the best things you ate on your trip over there, and did you gain any weight? Carbonara is my favorite by oh, far, always. It's uh, so good, especially, especially yeah. in Rome. That's, oh, that's, yeah. the, that's the home of Carbonara. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, no weight, no weight gained actually from so much walking, walking in the metro, walking everywhere. I don't really drive. You can well, everything's accessible through walking, so I just walked everywhere. You know, much better, more enjoyable that way too. Um, yeah. But yeah, no weight gain, thankfully. That's that's good, man. <laughs> and I, and I know I know Jerry has been dying to go back over there to Italy. In fact, you know, I always I feel so bad for Jerry because he had like you know a year and a half ago. He had this gigantic trip planned over to Rome. He was going to watch Lazio play. And then literally, like, right before he was supposed to leave, 
the pandemic got really bad and you had to cancel your trip. So hopefully Gary, you can get back there and I can get back there. Cause I, I've been to Italy many times in my life, but I haven't been in like six years now. I haven't been since 2015. So I want to get back as well. Oh, it'll be a while before I go back. Oh my God. Uh, oh. With with how my wife feels right now about traveling, and, and uh, I don't I don't blame her. She's still trying to settle in. It's different for some people, but uh, it, it'll. In order for me to go, I'll probably have to go with like Nando and like book a trip with that guy and kind of like meet him in Montreal or something. But um, it'll be not this season. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm looking. But, hopefully, for next season would be awesome if I can go. Hey, you you would know. Uh, Chris, uh, basically, do you need to be vaccinated to, in order to get into the stadium? Or I'm pretty sure if you get um, a negative COVID test, I, I think maybe within 48 hours of the game, maybe it could be 24. I'm not sure that you should be good to go because what I what I what they gave me before I got on the plane because I had to get tested 24 hours before I left. They gave me like a temporary green pass. So it was like scannable. It had the QR code. So I think okay. you could use that. Hmm. No, I'm saying like when you went to the actual game though, like the game itself, like uh like did they like ask you, like, did you have to show yeah. a passport to get in or Yeah, or... I had to show I showed my uh US vaccination card. Okay, I wasn't sure that that's good to know. That means that yeah. everybody in the actual stadium has to be vaccinated in order to be in there. I think I think they'll accept a negative test. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. That means that not, not necessarily does are the people fully vaccinated. I think, I don't know. I don't know from experience because I was vaccinated. Okay. I just should, but I think, yeah, I think that's how it is. I was just curious. That's all. Cause, uh, cause everything that's been going on with the fans and how they, there's the, the, just been recent incidents. And I just think that there are so many scenarios and it's just weird that it's happening all of a sudden. But, um, yeah. Who knows, right? So, and, I, and even with the players, there's been what three players now that have had like uh, I don't know the proper word to say, like what cardiac arrest or something like that, yeah, or like I, I think so, yeah. Someone in the, the myocarditis, fan. yeah. One was a fan too. Yeah, twenty-five year old fan had it in the stand. Yeah, so I, I don't know what what the cause to it is. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I'll say at the end of the day, you can't rule anything out. You, you, you can't 25, be biased. 20, 25 is too young for that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to be biased and looking at one angle. I think all scenarios should be looked at. It could be a health concern. It could be it, it, it could be the vaccine. I, I'm not saying you can't rule that out. You, you, there's the, 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 the theory of that. Maybe the fact that there's a medical condition to these players. Maybe they had an injury, a recurring injury that they haven't never took really serious who knows right sometimes people so, have stuff they don't even know about you yeah know what I mean? exactly it just happens yep. like erickson i don't know the full story of that but maybe it just happened i don't know maybe just completely unaware so it, it is what it is but i hope they're okay and that i think we should now shift to maybe inter winning four nothing this weekend i didn't watch the game <laughs> I didn't watch the game, but I, I, I love how people think I watch every game and I comment on Inter. <laughs> you know, and and it's I, funny I, you I, say I, that because, okay, you, you and I spoke on the phone yesterday. 
<laughs> and then like you asked me something about like what games I watch, and then I mentioned something about uh, about watching the Inter game, and then I. I mentioned something about how, like, after the fourth goal, and you're like, wait, four goals? And I'm like, oh, you didn't watch it, Jerry? Like, I was surprised. I was surprised that Jerry didn't watch it. No. No, it was it, it. it was complete annihilation. Um, you know, Cagliari basically, they they looked like a corpse uh, for most of that match. Like, Inter won 4-0. With, with the chances they created, honestly, it could have been 7 or 8-0. Like, they were, they were right on the doorstep of scoring several other goals. I mean, at times, Cranio was standing on his head. And I know you usually don't compliment a keeper who gives up four goals in a game, but it could have been much, much worse if he hadn't have stepped up and made some tremendous saves in that match. Like, there were a couple times where he just robbed Inter players of goals. And Inter also had a penalty kick that Lautaro Martinez missed. So right there, that should have been at least 5-0 and like I'm you know one of the few things that I can nitpick about Inter right now they're in tremendous form uh, especially domestically because you know they they had their loss to Real Madrid last week which wasn't fun but they're in tremendous form domestically uh, I really I really think that Simone Inzaghi needs to take a a harder stance on uh on making Hakan Chalhanolu the penalty kick taker uh Lautaro Martinez is He's even confirmed it. He's there. He's their uh, penalty kick taker, and the guy's just not good at it. I mean, he's already missed two pay, two PKs this season. You know, in a game that you ultimately win four nil and you're not in any danger, didn't really matter that he missed that PK. But it the one that he missed in the Milan match did matter because on the score sheet that was the difference between winning and drawing. So he's cost them at least you know two points on paper with a missed keep PK, and you never know when it's going to happen again. And Hakan just looks a lot better at it. But as far as the positives for the performance, um, you know, Inter were in full control. Cagliari looked very shell-shocked for most of that match. Um, my Probably my biggest positive takeaway was the tremendous performance from Nicolo Barella. Because, uh, you know, how many times have we talked about him lately, Jerry? And I've never, like, denied, like, he's still a tremendous player. But he's been in a bit of a slump. Like, the last couple of months, he's not... He's not looked like his former self. He's just looked really, really dead tired, I think, just from playing so many matches and so many competitions, you know, with the Azzurri and with Inter. And he, you know, did recently take a match off. And I thought that in this Cagliari match, he was great. I mean, he had uh, two brilliant assists uh, where he's just created these dangerous crosses out of nothing and had another opportunity where it really should have been a third assist and had a, a couple of, you know, nice shots from outside the box that were just off some good strikes. So he was very lively. Uh, Chalhanolu continues to be uh, really over the last little over a month, ever since the Derby. Like in the Derby, Hakan had a great game against Milan, and the momentum has just gone from then. I mean, he was the EA Sports Player of the Month in November and you know he had an assist and a ridiculous goal uh you know I know I know you couldn't catch most of the match Jerry but if you saw the goal that Chalhanolu scored it was just a, a ferocious strike from outside the box Lautaro scored a couple of goals in this game Alexis scored a goal uh that was off of a brilliant uh, assist from Barella so it was it was just a really really nice performance and obviously you wish every game was that easy they're obviously not all going to be that easy but um, it was uh, just a worry-free, stress-free performance when he came in. You know, Milan had already dropped points uh, over the weekend. Napoli, even though Napoli were, were already behind Inter, they dropped points. So Inter knew that they needed just a win to go top of the table. 
and they were able to do it. So I, I thought it was uh, it was just a solid, stress free performance. Uh, Chris, were you were you able to watch any of that one? Did you have any takeaways? I watched some of it. I got a little bored. I'm not gonna lie. After like nothing, <laughs> I, I was like, "This is gonna." I'm like, "This is just. This is just gonna be a blowout." It already was. Um, but Ella, man, that that first assist, I was mind blown. <laughs> that mm-hmm. blew me away. And then the second one too. The second one, a nice, nice ball over the top, right to Lautaro. But yeah, I mean. Inter, I, it's it's theirs to lose, really. The Scudetto, I think uh, they really have to blow it to lose it. To be honest, I don't think I think if they can keep on pace and keep their form, I think I think they're gonna go all the way. Yeah, and they they have like um, I think starting a few weeks from now, um, they've got like a really tough stretch, like late January or like mid January into February. Where they play, they have a, like a ton of tough city A games, and they have the uh, the Champions League games with Liverpool. We'll talk about the Champions League draw in a little bit. Like they have a really tough stretch coming up, but it's like, like I, I don't I don't stress too much about tough stretches in Serie A because listen, it's not like the NFL where everybody doesn't play everybody. Like you're, you're playing the same 19 teams twice, right? So at the end of the day. It's it's fair. Like obviously, some games, certain teams will be healthier than other games, but it's not as if Inter are playing, you know, different nineteen teams than the other teams in Serie A are playing. And and listen, cream rises to the top if if they can keep the form that they're in, and if they can be lucky enough to stay relatively healthy the rest of the way, I feel good about their chances. Uh, I'm I'm definitely not you know not sleeping on on Milan. I think they could still be a threat. Napoli could absolutely still be a threat um so i i I think it i think this is going to come down to the wire it's not going to be nearly as easy as it was last season and i'm also not guaranteeing an inter scudetto i would never do that uh it's you know we'll we'll see we'll see how they you know if if they can emerge from that tough stretch into february being like still you know like a point up or just a couple of points down then they're probably in really good shape but uh you know you, you look at a team like milan they're guaranteed to play you know, at least, uh, you know, three games less than Inter because Inter have the Supercoppa and they have at least two championship Champions League matches left. Milan is out of Europe. So I think that could be a huge. Oh, and you know what? A hundred percent. I did leave Atalanta out and I shouldn't leave Atalanta out because honestly, I think Atalanta, you could argue they are they're the other most informed team in Serie A right now. You're absolutely oh. right. I should Just not have time. left them out. Like they're, they're in, they're in better form right now than Milan and Napoli. They're arguably in as good or nearly as in good form as Inter. So, yeah, I, I was, I was wrong to leave them out. As Atalanta are, are definitely a big threat. There's no question about it. Uh, I want to get a little bit uh, more in depth on a couple things with Roma with Chris. Uh, I do want to talk about Mourinho, but before we get to that. I would love to hear about your experience at the Olympico because, you know, last season, really the last season and a half were virtually no fans, if not, you know, at times when they resume play in 2020, no fans in the stadiums. So for like a year and a half, we forgot what that atmosphere feels like. And, you know, for any match, especially in the big matches, like when I was watching uh, Roma Inter, 
it just it sounds great in that stadium. Everybody's singing, chanting the entire match. Even when things weren't going well on the pitch, they never stopped singing. What was that experience like for you? You hear it on TV. It's like, yeah, it's nonstop singing. You know, it's like, wow, that sounds great. You experience it in person. It's a whole a whole different level of amazing, to say the least. I mean, it's it feels unreal. Like it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. It's it's the the atmosphere is absolutely insane. Um, the Inter fans at the beginning, they had their own little section. Um, they were pretty loud, to be honest. But before Kudrasud showed up, once Kudrasud showed up, then you couldn't hear the Inter fans anymore. <laughs> they're, 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 they're probably, they're borderline. They got to be the best, uh, the best in the, in the league. Kudrasud, they're, they're incredible, nonstop the whole match. It's it's unreal. I don't know. I I don't know how the players don't um, get hype off of that. Like I don't know how they don't get amped. I'm I'm ready to run through a wall with them, and I'm sitting in the crowd. You know what I mean? I'm ready to run through a wall for them. You know? I don't know how they can start so flat footed. It's just mind boggling. It's like I, I just. I don't it's know. different when you're a player, though. I think that because you play so much and you train so much, and it becomes really mentally tired and physically tiring. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I know what you're saying you get that adrenaline off 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 the fans. It should get you going, but it's not always the case. You don't know what the players are going through. Like, yeah, they they, they they're they're trained to tune us out, and they do a good job at it. I gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, they do. Like when I play ball hockey, I I do feed off ten people screaming in the crowd and like why when I see when I hold on when 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 the wives come and and, and the guys bring their wives to watch the games, I love like making them have to see their boyfriends lose. It's awesome. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, you're on the your 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 husband or your boyfriend just lost to us. But like it's 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 hard because the fans can only do so much for you, but you as an individual, if you're if you're a mediocre player, you're not going to make them better. <laughs> you you may you, actually, if anything, you might make them worse if you start booing them and, and put the actual pressure on them. Yeah, because the pressure—that's a big thing. Yeah, like when you're when there is when you're when you have thirty thousand yeah. fans going nuts against Inter, it's not just like oh yeah, we got that momentum. It's 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 also a, if we screw up. It's not. It's no longer. We have thirty thousand encouraging us. It's thirty thousand boos. It's yeah. thirty thousand Mourinho's out. It's thirty thousand this well, guy like, out. So, and I've seen it happen with Lazio before. Three seasons ago, when Wallace screwed up three times against Atalanta, we lost three one, and the whole stadium booed every time he touched the ball. Can you imagine twenty thousand fans booing you? <laughs> the like, second in, the second Inter went down, I went up one nothing. The entire team just got flat-footed, and they were like, you know what? We're out of here. You know what I mean? Mentally, they were gone. The second it went down 1-0, that was it. They started off, you know, pretty quick. Yeah, in like the first 15 seconds, they created a good chance. Like, I was like like nervous. I'm like, man, Roma showed up to play today. I was pumped, and then 1-0, and then that was it. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then it was 2-0, and then it was was 3-0, and I'm like, oh, there's no way. I mean, they played better in the second half, but they still didn't. It was too late, and they didn't create anything, so that that didn't help either. 
What about what about Zignolo? Did did everybody think Zignolo scored in 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 the stadium? Like, did you guys all yeah. think that? The angle, the angle question. I was I forgot about that. The angle I was at, I I stood up on my seat. I was ready to go, and everyone around me was ready to ready to go. And then it got it got called. Up. It was a rip. I thought that was in. I was so that would have been a great a great goal, but you know what? That's actually a good question to ask. What did you think about Zaniolo? Actually, now that you, you got to see him in person. Do you think that he's still a step behind and, and still needs time to get to that level where we used to see him at? Like, yeah, it, it takes time, right? And and, and you I mean, watching him, watching a player live is so different. Basically, he's he's always. I mean, he's always ready to go. He's always ready to. He always he wants the ball at his feet. He wants to be that guy, and you can tell. Um, but he, if you think about it, he's basically missed two straight years. You know what I mean? When he has played, it hasn't been for long before he gets injured. So I think, I think people need to give him a break and give him a chance to, you know, get going. Um, he still has to get used to, well, you know, what Mourinho wants to do, what Mourinho wants of him playing alongside Tammy. Now he's in a different spot than he was when, you know, the season started, um, I think when Spina gets back as well, the link up between Spina and, you know. What is that supposed to happen, by the way? Like pretty soon, month. right? Like a month or next two? Next month. Yeah, next, next month. month. Wow. That, that's that's, a, that's slow progress, man. That You don't want to rush. That's a serious no. injury. Yeah, that's, that, um, that's, that's a serious injury. That's another injury. thing. People are like, oh, when Spina gets back, Spina, Spina, Spina. But they got to give him a chance. They got to let him, you know, slowly get back. He's been he's been training on his own, but they, people need to give him a chance to – you know, get himself together, get back, get back into playing shape. But he won't be playing till March. Well, he won't be full form. I think it's like the, those, and it's crazy because like uh, Achilles injuries now, like you, you can come back from them, sure, but it's like they're harder now to come back from than I think even ACLs are. Like it's it's crazy because oh, I, I yeah. think they like they they've gotten so good. It wasn't like that, you know, twenty years ago. But I think they've gotten so good now at the ACL surgeries that. You know, a lot of times, not everybody, of course, but a lot of times, like sometimes guys come back stronger than they were before from those. But the Achilles now, I think, is the tougher injury. Knock on wood, Zaniolo is uh, he got he got pretty built in his off time when he uh, when he was down. He you could see he bulked up and gained more muscle, so he'd be able to, you know, I guess so his body would be able to defend itself better, you know, towards collisions and you know stuff like that but you know so far so good he hasn't you know he has his moments but that's a good point you just said if 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 a player bulks up and gets bigger that will really hinder your speed as well it can like, it can really hurt the way you run not yeah like, he still looks fast though to me no don't get me wrong you're still <laughs> yeah. a fast player but when you when you put muscle on it's kind of it's gonna slow you down a bit you're like gonna that, lose a little bit. You're gonna lose a bit of speed, and I think you get tired quicker. I think is the bigger thing. Say that again. It'll make you tired quicker. I think like the the more the more muscle yeah. you have, like you look at a guy like uh, like Brozovic, for example, like he's he's built like a marathon runner. Like he doesn't have a lot of muscle. He doesn't have a big mm. frame. The guy just runs like a gazelle all around the field, all for ninety minutes, right? Where it's like that 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 that's the sort of body for that. I think I think if you if you have more muscle, I think you're just gonna be you're gonna be tired potentially more frequently. Yeah, yeah. I just I just that's a good point you said there, Chris. Like the weight, if he needs it, hey, 
all all the power to him. And I, and I think the banter of how he hasn't scored a goal yet has a lot to do with a lot of fans, not just Roma fans. I think it's fans in general where they hyped him up that he was going to come back this season. He was going to tear up the league and score 10, 15 goals. And like, people, people yeah. just need to settle down, and, give him time. He's 22. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're, they're comparing him to Chiesa. Chiesa's 24. He he essentially had two more years of growing than Zaniolo because Zaniolo missed pretty much the past two years. People need to settle down, give him a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll, he'll get there. No, and honestly, and the, and the bit, and to your point, I think the biggest difference, and I'm not, I'm not trying to directly compare them because I know like the Chiesa fanboys will get upset. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to make any sort of comparison between the two players, but I think a big difference between the two of them is just the experience. Like you yeah. think about, you think about all the experience Chiesa has had. I mean, going from Fiorentina to a much bigger club in Juventus, and you know, playing more important matches there. You know, winning, winning a Euro with the Azzurri and being a key piece in that, being one of the better players in that tournament. Obviously, he's earned it. Like he's the one out there performing. But that experience goes such a long way. And yeah. you know, Zaniolo just doesn't even have a fraction of that yet at this point. No, yeah. people just people need to give the man a chance. You know what I mean? The, two years out, he's he's basically been gone since he was 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's they, they got people got to relax. So I want I wanted to ask you because I think you have very good perspective on this on Jose Mourinho. And the way that he's covered. Oh, and perfect. perfect, perfect oh, here question we go. There by Toluani. Um, so he says, Roma squad isn't as people make it out to be. The press are being unfair. And, and I, I agree with that because every time, like every time Mourinho loses a match, when his Roma lose a match, it's always, oh, his job. You know, there are rumors, which I don't think are true, that, oh, his, you know, his job is no longer secure at Roma, this, that, and the other. Now, I'm going to give you two options, and maybe you have a completely different answer for, for why, why there's so much impatience with the way he's covered. And it might be both of these things. I know the Roman press, very impatient, very, very harsh, uh, very harsh group there. And then you also just, to me, I think a lot of this just comes with the territory with Mourinho because it's impossible for football journalists to cover this guy without the baggage of his previous experiences. Like people, people just can't cover Mourinho the same way that they could cover a Max Allegri because Mourinho has, he's been so volatile and he's burned out at so many other clubs over the last handful of years. And it's like, I just think every time, every time Mourinho takes a job, people are going to cover him in the press and fans. They're going to bring their biases against him into play here. Right. Because, I mean, very few people in the international football press have love for Mourinho outside of like Inter fans, right? Like you know, because they they remember the treble. Most other people, are like, oh well, look at look at the way he he bottled it at United and what happened at Tottenham. Like you come in with these biases against him. Do you think it's more about that, or is it just more about the press in Rome being just incredibly impatient? I think when he takes a job, people, at least recently the second he takes a job, people are already banking on him failing. Yep. So, so they could instantly get that headline. You know what I mean? Like and a lot of it, a lot of besides Roman media, a lot of it is English media as well that are like, they're making up stuff at this point. I've seen, I've seen some crazy stuff. I've seen, there's a guy on Twitter. I don't know. I can't remember his name, but he, uh, he, he basically will make a thread posting all the links of, um, 
of English media just bashing Mourinho, and it's been it's been insane. It's been the articles are unreal, but I think people are basically banking on him to fail just so they could throw out the headline. Um, what also rubs me the wrong way is like, okay, Saudi was miss, missing his two best midfielders, right? And he lost. And Spalletti is missing half his team. And it's like, oh, Spalletti and Saudi are missing, you know, so-and-so. You know, that's why they lost. But Mourinho is missing, you know, Spina, Pellegrini, and um, El Shiraway. He could be missing, you know, half the team, you know. And it's why didn't Mourinho do better? You know what I mean? It's yeah. – it's they, he no one no one gives him a break. You know what I mean? Um, but I think I think eventually he's gonna shut everyone up. I really do. Uh, depending on the the transfer window, uh, he's he's gonna need more than one more transfer window to to do what he wants. We we lack in so many so many areas. Smalling could possibly miss the Atlanta match. That would be absolutely huge. Um, that would be huge. Yeah, I'd, I'd like um, to see you guys. Did Smalling get hurt? Did he get hurt at the end? <laughs> Yeah, something. Yeah, so so he's supposedly in question for the Atlanta match. That would be an incredible loss, considering we really need that match. I we really do. I mean, I I need you to win that match. I'm not. I'm not banking on it. I'm not counting on anything. But we really, we really need that. Um, But you know, people need to give him time. I mean. Everyone's backing him up. Totti's backing him up. They're all pretty much everyone who's ever been important to Roma is backing him up. I mean, I think at this point, people need to listen to them rather than a bunch of assholes on Twitter who don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to trust Francesco Totti over some guy with 20 followers on Twitter saying Mourinho out. You know what I mean? You know, it's just people need to just relax. Well, so in, in, in your Hold in on. your mind, um, what's what sort of progress do you see? Because I know that. Uh... Hold on, one like uh, like we got th- this comment from uh, from Hamza, and by the way, uh, you guys please utilize the live comments, man. We uh, we flash a lot of these on the screen. Like he says, under Fonseca, at least it looked like progress. Like what what Fonseca, have you seen? Fonseca yeah. had Spina. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Spina, right. look look at how look how much the Azzurri missed without Spina. And his creativity, Spina, Spina is going to be a, Spina is going to be a huge, a huge addition when once he gets back into form. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think, you know, Tammy Abraham is slowly, slowly getting into form, um, still hitting posts. He should have at least eighteen goals by now, but I think eventually he'll, he'll. He'll get there. We just need to. We need to start finishing. Is what's what the biggest the biggest problem is here because we're we're creating the chances, but we're not not capitalizing capitalizing on them. Um, you know, I think people just need people just need to give the man time. Yeah, and and actually, all all three of us here, uh, we're seeing our clubs uh, overseen by new coaches. Uh, Jerry, uh, are, are you getting impatient at all with Saturday ball? Uh, you, you're you're a patient guy. I know you've been preaching, you've been preaching that with Saturday when certain Lazio fans are starting to get a little bit. Uh, there's some unrest I see. Uh, are, are you having any doubts about the process? Um, I want to piggy bank actually for some reason. Sorry, like 
I, I agree that he, he needs time, just like Sari needs time. Absolutely. But I think the problem with, with Sari L compared to like Spalletti and and Sari right now is that so with Mourinho L compared to Spalletti and Sari is that Wake up, Jerry. Is that um <laughs> here's Are you thing. watching the Oilers? Wait, yeah, it's in the background. I knew no, it. In the background. I can't it's the biggest game of the year. When the Leafs play the Oilers, I, I it's it's me versus Toronto. That's what it is, okay? That's what it comes down to. But they're on the power play right now, and their power play is amazing. Any score? Uh, just started right now, two minutes oh, okay. in. They're cycling it, and they're moving it, <laughs> and they miss. Oh, you you um, should be a play-by-play guy. That, that was brilliant. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it called? Here's the thing: when you throw your players underneath the bus, when you call players out, when you when you slam your players down to the ground, and 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 you start going negative to the media, the the immediate reaction is Mourinho out. Mourinho's failed already. Mourinho's already lost the team. Mourinho's lost the job, the dressing room. It's not the results that people are looking at. It's 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 the reaction he's giving after games and. What people are thinking is, well, it's a trickle effect. If you're going to call out three guys, I forgot who they were after the uh, Nor- after the game in Norway, I believe it was, where Bobo, uh, Bobo Glimp, and, and you call three players, it's it's a bad sign. You're, you're ruining their morale. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you don't want to do that immediately. You want to build your players. You want to get get them to a higher level. And you're not going to get that if you're always going to be bitching after a loss, right? That, the whole that, team is definitely not trash, by the way. <laughs> I just I love this comment, and, and this is from okay. this is from the legend Lord no, Figo. Lord Figo, man. That, that, I this, love this dude. Pellegrini is not trash. Zaniolo is not trash. Abraham is he he can do better. He's, but... he's not forty one million. I'll tell you that much. I'm a Chelsea fan. I'll tell I you think right. I think eventually eventually he can be worth what we paid. It's he's young and it's going to be it's no. No one bought – we didn't buy Tammy Abraham and expecting him to, to throw him out and score us 25 goals in his first season. We know it's not going to happen. That's, hold on. No, that's bullshit because when you buy Marici for $20 million, you're expecting yeah. goals. So when you're buying somebody for $41 million, Yeah, but, but, but Tammy has done goals. a lot more. He's done a lot more than Marici has, to be fair. He has. I'll give you that. Before, I, I've seen what he does in Chelsea. You know what? He can score against the bottom table teams. Then And you know what? It's more than Marici can do. Okay. I'll give him that, but for forty-one million, I, I I have not seen this guy ever scored against a top. He, he, he should have at least he should have at least eighteen goals right now. If it wasn't for the damn crossbar and posts, you know he yeah. should have he should like in total competition he should have at least eighteen goals right now. And he hit at least one uh, against Spezia yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can remember. Yeah, yep, he did. <laughs> he's he's the king of hitting the. If, I mean, if I don't think that would have I don't think it would have counted anyway. I think it would have been it was uh, ruled offside. No, that the crossbar when he hits it. No, no, it wasn't. No. That 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 was. Uh, I, I think they had a chance at a at a rebound after that. I, I don't think that. I think that one would have counted. Okay, seven seven total posts he's hit. Wow, seven. Jeez, so seven, not six. That, that's crazy. I mean, it's yeah, he's those... he's at ten goals, I believe, right now in all competitions. So that'd be wow. that should be seventeen goals. 
You know what I mean? It's... Oh, if my aunt had a pair of balls, she'd be my uncle. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is what it yeah, is. What it is. I mean, you're, you're gonna hit some seven is a lot, but you're gonna hit some posts. What about Eldor? You like Eldor? What, no. what do you think about him? I mean, I think it was a. I, I don't Let's know. be honest, I, Dory. I call I call it as it is. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Speed, right? is, I think yeah. I think what we paid for him, it wasn't worth it for barely barely using him. I think him him and Tammy are too too alike. Too alike. Too alike to be playing together. Okay. Um, that's uh, I don't know. He's not used he's not used enough to what think what we buy him for seventeen million, I believe. More than that, I would think. But you know better than me, man. Fucking. I think. I think it was seven. Well, what? Somewhere around there. It, it wasn't. It what? We shouldn't have paid that for him if to to sit him on the bench. You know what I mean? Um, especially with with Mayoral, I think I think he could have been more useful than what we've been using him for. Fuck. You know. Oh. You know what? That that's all I was gonna say. Like you have a striker who who could probably play similar. You have Borca Marial. I don't know why you're not playing. He got a chance yesterday to play. I think I thought he was okay, but I actually watched the whole Spezia game versus Roma. He, and... That was a good game. I mean, Spezia had I some mean, chances as well. Yeah. yeah, Spezia Spezia had their chances. They sure did. Thank I God think... that got. Thank God that. The goal they scored was way offside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought. I think. I think they could have won that game if if Thiago Mota knew how to manage a game better. He's so like, bad, man. Like, I, it, you know, I I, I love Thiago Mota, but he's not a manager. <laughs> I mean, well, Bastoni should have started the game. He was their best game player in the second. He was. Half. Those cry, think, some great crosses. Yeah. yeah. I don't think. I don't think Shamurodov is bad, but I think for the amount we paid and the amount we're using him, it just it doesn't sum up. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Well, again, that, that's for a lot of players. I agree with you. But you know, I mean, it is. It is what it is. It's too late now. <laughs> you know what so, I mean? So, so Jerry, you uh, you you piggybacked on the uh, Mourinho stuff, but I don't want you to dodge the uh, the Saudi question. Uh, how, how you feeling? How you feeling about uh, the cigarette man? I'm fine with him. It, it's it's a work in progress. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Like if people are thinking that Lazio is going to become first place overnight, it's not happening. The, the, here's here's the concern I have about Sorry. Okay, it's not that can he implement it. I, I hate when people say that. Oh, he failed at Juventus. He failed at Chelsea. No, he was never given the time to to kind of do what he needs to do. A guy like him, a guy like Mourinho, needs time. You can't just expect results in a year. You like. He, Lacho has been built around Simone Inzaghi for five years. These are Simone Inzaghi players. They have been adapted to play a certain way. It's not that easy to change Luis Alberto's mind and tell him to play defense all of a sudden and to track back and to run forward. It's it's a different mindset. And, and there are certain players, I think, that have kind of excelled under Sorry. Um, Luis Felipe won. I think he's been our best defender. Um, who else? Uh, I think Savage has shown signs. I don't think he's been as bad. Cataldi started off well, but has really dipped. Yeah. I, I I think the, the best players. The heck was that? Um, I think I think it was. <laughs> I think well, aside from Pedro, Pedro is a a sorry player, so it's not fair to even mention him. 
Um, I think Immobile has really strived under Sari this season. I think that yeah. he's really adapted to playing to the four three three, and has and has proven that he could do it. And I, I, I hope I hope I feel the same way about that come March with those World Cup qualifiers. Uh, yeah, Zakani <laughs> has looked really good in recent time. Yeah, he has. Felipe Anderson started the season well, but he he, he forgot that we, we don't have to only play Inter this season. We have to play other teams. So it kind of drives me nuts because the guy's hot and cold. So there are, there are signs where there are certain players, but I saw a video t- actually tonight before the pod. Lazio had their Christmas party, and Claudio Latito actually gave a strong speech. Really? And, yeah, and his speech, he's like, I'm, I'm – Behind Maurizio, sorry, 100%. He has a vision. He, he he has a passion for the game, and I, I'm fully committed around him. And he's and he said we are extending his contract another two more years. Nice. So so I, I and I take that serious because the way he said Forza Lazio once he was done was like really serious. And I think I look at it two ways. He's either out to to prove Simone and Zaghi wrong that this team is ready to to take the next step. Or like, also like, he has to be ready to spend money. To have a guy like Sorry, you have to spend money. You don't just bring him in and, and expect him that he's going to work miracles with the team that Simone and Zaghi had. Like, it, it's just not going to happen like that. You need to buy players, and I don't expect it to be done in the winter transfer market. But by the way, if, answer answer that one down below if you have any thought on that, Jerry. Hope- how do you? Uh, if Faiz I'll, 1908 says, Jerry, I'll how do you answer that in about, a second. Yeah, I'll, okay. let me just read it. So if anyone's listening to the audio only that they, they know what I'm talking about, uh, we get this question in the live chat. Jerry, how do you think about swap rumors between Luis Alberto and Artur? Do you like it? I'll answer that in a second. But sure. like, like I was saying, they have to buy a player or two in the transfer market for January to, to prove to Sorry that they're for real. And I think the first thing they need to do is uh, is to buy a backup striker to Immobile. That's that is the first priority. Oh, you, give me a break. You you need a backup striker because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you if you don't buy a backup striker to Immobile, not only will he die out with Lazio, he won't even make it to play for the for Italy. And yeah. people are gonna say, well, good, don't bring him. We don't need him. All right. Well, guess what? When, when you have a eight, a twenty-two year old in in whatever Skamaka or Raspadori, Raspadori. Yeah. don't think they're just going to step up and improve in the biggest moment. They, these guys are still inexperienced. They're not playing for Sassuolo versus Benevent versus Genoa. Say, this ain't fucking Serie A. Where it's a different mindset, different atmosphere, different everything. Like the pressure is on. Like you need to deliver. So. It, it's not that easy. You don't just go in and it's just like that. Snap your fingers. But in regards to this deal, I think it's shit. I think it's garbage. I think it's bullshit. Yeah, I think um, it's bullshit too. I love how people are calling me out that my opinions are shit. You don't know shit. Good. I don't know shit. I, I do. I do not because I do not work for ESPN. I don't work for CBS Sports. The special people get to work for these fucking goddamn sites. So are these places, okay? I don't work for them. I just give my opinion of what I think, and that's it. Fuck sakes. How did you miss that open net, you son of a <laughs> fuck well, What a multitasker. But, but like, come on. 60 million? How, how is our tour value 60 million? 
what has he done to earn sixty? To, to, this is Juventus all of it. Well, well, what well, wasn't that or, the swap deal that's being investigated yeah. right now? I mean, the inflated valuations. So- I mean, but at the same time, you got to think if if someone wants a player, so say Juve wants sixty million, if if Lazio think he's worth sixty million and they're willing to pay sixty million, what's I don't see the issue. A player is only worth as much as someone's willing to pay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you what show me somebody that? willing to pay sixty million for him, I'll show you a sucker. Is all I'm, I'm saying. I mean, I I agree, but I, <laughs> the guy's done nothing. Do you yeah. know who Tito is? The, the the goddamn day that guy thinks that tour is valued at sixty million, we value freaking Sergey Malinkovic Savage at one hundred and fifty million for God's sake. Like, Latito is never gonna spend sixty million or value that. Okay, yeah, he's a criminal. That that is right. But yeah. um, I, I'm just saying, like, and then here's another thing people are not understanding: Luis Alberto in his clause has a kickback. So whoever, if they sell Alberto for sixty million right now, I think ten or fifteen percent goes to Liverpool. That's just uh, how the deal works. So there's like a, a redemption clause, and um, that hassle has to be weighed in when, if if they sell if they sell Alberto. Lacho's speech went like this: We can't stop. We cannot stop Inter from winning. Lord Figo Scudetto. Lord Figo is on fire. Lord Figo. Don't- Go, the only go. one who's going to stop Inter from winning the Scudetto is Inter. That's it. Lazio's the only team to beat Inter. That's, all That's I can true. Say. That is very true. So and I, and I the, the rematch is coming up, Jerry. And like, what is I don't it, know January 10th, something like that? Uh, you want to know how? Because of all the controversy. And yeah, that's great. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, agree. I agree. You, you, can, you can say Lazio. No Merida. sportsmanship. Zero sportsmanship, Lazio. Hey. At the Felipe end Anderson was like, I don't on. care if there's a corpse lying on the field. I'm going to throw the Good. Fuck, finally, man. I've seen so many players do this now where like, they just run by players lying on the ground. Yeah. And like, if he dies, he dies. I mean, they should because half the time you don't know if people are faking it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem, though. It, 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 bro, we were talking about this tonight, me and my, me and Joseph from Forza Napoli Podcast. Go watch football games back in the 90s. People wouldn't be rolling around like chickens, okay? Freaking like squids. They they, they get tackled. Like Nesta goes into a player, tackles you, and he doesn't cry. He keeps going. Yeah. Like players took a beating back in the 90s. Now it's like you're you're asking to get a call. Like it's it's ridiculous. The game has changed so much to the yeah, point like if, where if you go back and like you watch the uh the Maradona documentary that came out a couple years ago, the guy used to get mugged all mm-hmm. over the pitch. It was crazy. Like stuff that would have been fouls, yellow cards left and right weren't even called back then in like the 80s and early 90s. It was it was, it was crazy just how much different. The That's game what makes was, what but... he did so much more amazing. Like Yeah. It's insane. But there's another question. I want to answer a question for Jorge before we get off. Sure. Uh, no, that's not it. <laughs> Jerry watching his Oilers. Well, that he was he was right on the head on that one. Thoughts on Lazio versus Porto knockout draw? He asked me. Porto's I, gonna kick the shit out of you. I don't. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. It depends I, on what Lazio I, shows up. Yeah. I mean, what version of Lazio shows up? Yeah. I, you, you, 
you gotta look at it like this. We're in January. We're in December, right? Yeah. But by, by then, it can it can be sorry ball. It could be the best Chiro Immobile of his life. It could be the best Sergey Malinkovic Savage. Or on the downside, it could be that the team hasn't progressed and they're or it could, it could or be Chiro Immobile playing bad. It's possible. Chiro from the Azzurri. <laughs> like you, you don't know, but but by two two and a I half get it. months. You're, is a you're long mad. Time, you sold the Zaniolo. It's okay. <laughs> but like, yo, at the end of the day, it, it's it's everything can change. Inter can go be playing Liverpool at the best freaking form, and they have all these players ready to go. And Liverpool, Liverpool it could be out with three guys because of the African uh, nation, the African uh, Cup. So point. like, there's Salah and two other. I think Kieta and somebody else. Uh, I forgot. I was reading that though, but the, you don't know what form they'll be in by then. You don't know if Porto has injuries. There's so many circumstances. Yeah, I, it's, I a long, it's a long way away. It's a long way away. So yeah. for me, for me, I, I think the biggest thing is how how does Lazio progress by then? I think that can they beat Porto? I I truly believe they can if they're at their best. I've seen Lazio this year under Sorry where there have been games where they've looked really good. They protect the ball. They they pass the ball with crisply. Like they they, they look very hungry to win and then there's games where they just can't kind of put it together they're either tired or they can't play on uh, three games in a week or it's just demanding it, it, there's something to it their record after they play in the europa league is atrocious they only have one win yeah. and like it, it, it at the end of the day it's by then it's who what kind of team do you get right and i think another thing it, that's important to look at is how do these teams kind of do in the transfer market? Do they do they strengthen their squad in order to help them? And I think playing a team like Porto might entice Lazio to spend a little bit more because they see that they need extra players in order to beat a team like Porto. Maybe right. and Porto the, first, first, and the, the yeah, um, the first they league, they're, they're home. No, the first, first are they first? Are they first in the league? In the, Probably in the, in the Portuguese league. Probably there's only two good teams in the league, anyways: Benfica, Three. Porto, and Sporting. That's right. Yeah. But uh, sport, but Sporting right now is the best of the three. But I'll I'll leave it like this, okay? Had had we had draft, have we had gotten Sheriff, and I and I and I credit Vittorio for this on Lazio Lounge because he said it, he said this, not me, and I like this point. If Lazio plays a a lesser opponent. They play to their level. That's just the way Lazio plays. I don't know how Inter and everybody else plays, but um, Lazio is so used to playing to their opponent's level. So when they play a Spezia, they play like Spezia. When they play, <laughs> it, no, seriously, when they no, play, you're right. I'm I'm laughing. I'm it's telling true. you, it's true because yeah, when we, when we played Inter, we played at a higher yeah, level. Yeah, you guys, you guys look great in that yeah. match. We the only team that we didn't play good against was Napoli, and that was because yeah. the whole Maradona thing. Okay. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now. Oh, you're right. You're right. That that's where I'll credit Chris. When you have sixty thousand fans in a stadium going nuts, yeah, Boca Junior fans, you got all types of fans of Maradona. You're you're doing a freaking ceremony for Maradona. What do you think is gonna happen? Teams ramped up, the crowds ramped up, and you're done. You're done, man. Like there's no that team, no they sorry said it that day. Even when we played at our best. We still would have lost because that's how good Napoli yeah. came out. They were on point. They came out, and after that, what happened? They haven't been the same since that game. 
No. They've struggled. And they've been very injured. I, I will add that in. No, that's they, true, they have man. Struggled. They have, but I, I'm just saying there's a lot of factors. But yeah. I, 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 in a way, playing Porto is is a is a is a blessing in disguise because it it, it will push Lazio to play better. That's that's a hundred percent. Like, and I, and I'm a firm believer that when you play a a, a mediocre team, it kind of affects the way you play. So, at the end of the day. I, I, I do believe that Porto should win this, but I wouldn't be surprised at, at all if somehow Lazio came out winning. Like that's, yeah. And especially the fact that Lazio has the second leg at home, it is very, very key for these. Yeah, for if these anyone teams. shows up. Well, there's a lot. <laughs> here's, well, well, here's a factor to that. I think, and I'll credit Roma to this actually. Because they've done a, a better job than Lazio. They put their tickets on sale. They do discount promotions. They did a Boxing Day sale where you, if you buy the tickets the day on Boxing Day, you get like 20% off, say. Um, I believe they have uh, season ticket holders this year where you can buy X amount of games and like mm-hmm. there's a price. Lazio's not doing that this year. That's crazy. Well, yeah, I, it's I, really that's stupid. surprising to me. There's no promotion. like 300 euros to watch us get blown out by Inter. <laughs> That's money like, well spent, my friend. That that was the best game of the season. Like <laughs> that was, Vittor- that was... <sighs> Vittorio, oh, Vittorio was explained on the pod. Like he he lives in Rome, and it's really bad because a lot of the fans are kind of not, not going because of the fact that they just haven't really lowered the prices and trying to accommodate the fans. So wow. So like they're they're are single ticket game prices and the fact that the way you buy the tickets is kind of confusing too. And they, they haven't really made it easy for Lazio fans to buy the tickets. Like last year, I think, or the year before they had, they, they had like actual season ticket holder packages and all that stuff. Like they just haven't done anything to entice them to go. The Roma process yeah. is so easy. It's just, it's, yeah, it's see? normal. It's, it's not it's really easy. It's, 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 it's it hurts. And also the, the fact that when you're playing a game on a Thursday night, 2.45, and I know Roma played last night, 2.45. Mm-hmm. Again, when you get home at 11 o'clock, a lot of players, a lot of these people are not going to go and watch a game and come home at 12 o'clock at night. Like, in real, I, I guess Roma are, are willing to go. I don't know what the circumstances. I can't speak for Lazio, though. I'm just throwing out theories you know what i mean i don't live in in rome to know what the situation is like apparently like the, they're they're not happy with the accommodation of like not trying to accommodate the fans and trying to to, to make the pricing better than i know we we say oh it's only 20 but that's us we don't know the mm-hmm. lifestyle is in italy are they are they working are they not working maybe yeah. they don't have jobs like we don't know their lifestyle right people so for, so I don't know. Like, I I just know that they don't make it easy for Lazio fans to buy tickets. It's really bad. Like, it's not. They the fans speak out during the games. They yeah. they, they 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 call out Latito to lower prices. They they call out Latito to make it easier. They do actual season. Like, why would you not want to do a season ticket holder package where if you buy 10 games... It doesn't games, make sense not to. Like, I'm, you know when, I mean? you told me, when you told me the other day that they don't have those this year, I was dumbfounded. Like, Especially after the pandemic. Why wouldn't you yeah. try to make as much money as possible? Like, make it dumb. easy as possible for people to, to lock in long-term commitments to go to games because that that's what's going to help you make some of that revenue back. 
again, I don't, I don't live in Rome, so I don't like to criticize. Yeah, yeah I, I, I respect the fact that Roma had thirty thousand fans yesterday, or twenty thousand, forty like, thousand, forty thousand, <laughs> yeah, to watch fucking Spezia. Like, uh, hey man, good on them. But I guess Lazio has a different. Again, there's a bigger fan base for Roma yeah. too. Yeah, like smaller that, fan base that, for Lazio. We're a very smaller fan base compared to Roma. Team like, oh, uh, I don't know, man. It's been a while since you guys won. <laughs> it don't, it don't matter. It's been a it's been a while since the Knicks have won too, and we're still more loved than the Nets. Oh so God, I hate the Knicks. Just, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to have to argue with you. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a huge fan. Knicks. The Knicks. It's the same oh thing. God. It's like the Yankees and the Mets, you know. I, I don't. I, I don't look at the crowd. I look at trophies, and my team's oh. been able to win trophies the last decade. So, <laughs> hold so, on. Uh, I'll be happy with that more than. But before five. we wrap up this episode, I want to get into uh, the Champions oh, League you, draw. You saved him, and then the real draw. I, I did. I, I saved Jerry from getting bodied by Chris over there. <laughs> so, uh, and, and you mentioned Jerry Inter drawing Liverpool second time around. Um, I, I don't really have much expectation. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm expecting Inter to advance past Liverpool. It's going to be really, really tough. I, I will say though, I think the football is going to be very entertaining because you have two very attacking sides going up against one another. So I, I think for neutrals, uh, Liverpool Inter is going to be a lot of fun, maybe less fun for me as an Interista because I just don't think that we have the firepower that Liverpool have to go tit for tat with them mm-hmm. in these games. But I, I think it's going to be a really, really fun uh, cup tie uh, to watch, Champions League a round of 16 tie to watch. And kind of like to build on, because we were, we were talking about coaches for our clubs Um I'm really, really starting to buy in and fall in love with Inzaghi Ball because uh, I mean, Jerry, they're really settling in, and I'm I'm not somebody who really prefers certain styles to other styles. I'm perfectly fine as long as you're getting results. I'm fine with Catanacho. I'm fine with counterattacking. Like I, I, I really enjoyed watching Conte's team last year. Sometimes get out possessed like sixty-five percent to thirty-five percent and still win games three nil because they did that a couple times last year. I'm totally fine with that, but I am enjoying uh, the creativity, the improvisation of watching uh, Inzaghi ball in action. And uh, obviously, Hakan Chalanolu, as I mentioned near the top of the show, he's just been unbelievable for about the last five weeks. He's been great. But Ella's getting back into form. Uh, Denzel Dumfries is starting to figure it out on the right side, which is really, really important. He's put in some good performances lately. Um, you know, we're seeing Lautaro get some of his confidence back in scoring goals. Uh, Alexis scored his first goal of the season in Serie A. You know, he's kind of had like a roller coaster this year. He's been a little bit unhappy. You know, he had the chance to rest Jekko. Um, Jerry's guy, Correa, unfortunately, has been kind of in and out with injuries. He's played well at times, not as well at other times, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. But let's talk a little bit about the draw over the weekend. What did you make of the fuck up, Jerry? Because, you know, they – and I love the fact that – so UEFA screwed up with Man United, and then they got called out on it, and then they realized, and then they ultimately agreed to redraw. And they blame it on everyone but themselves. Like, they blame it on, like, a third-party company that does their software. It's like they, they don't want to take the blame for anything under the sun. And then you piss off everybody by having to redraw the entire thing. 
And listen, it is what it is. Like fair draw, Inter ended up with Liverpool. It it it's annoying, but it is what it is. But it's disappointing because in the original Fugazi draw, you know, Inter got uh, got a much uh, better looking matchup with Ajax. Something I believed, hey, we can win this, and then they redraw at Liverpool. Oh, not so much. Uh, Juventus originally got Sporting, and then they redrew and they got Villarreal. Uh, so hey, I, I would certainly have more confidence. Uh, in Juventus in the round of 16 that Inter going up against Liverpool. But what did you make of that, Jerry? I'll start with you. It's like UEFA obviously botched it, and then they didn't even take any of the blame for it. Uh, I, I don't like to – I don't know. This is a, a very, I guess, an embarrassing moment for them. It, it is what it is. People are going to have different theories about why they're going to – you're going to have the uh, – the uh, Matthews, Matthews, I'm watching this NHL game and I'm thinking, well, Austin Matthews almost <laughs> scoring here. Um, Juventus uh, getting uh, treatment. You're going to get like, oh, this team got treatment. Oh, it's the uh, Yelly treatment, that treatment. It, it happens. It, it, it was a it was a, a screw up. We don't know why or how. They're saying it's software. I think, I think the moment was when – they they screwed up with the ball when they said that Man United and they're like oh Man United's in the same group we have to pick a different ball. yeah that's what was it was it Man that, United uh, yeah Villarreal yeah. they matched up that they were in the same fucking group yeah and now that was when that was when like uh, it, it got a like it should have been red flag right there and when you do that it's like okay how did this even happen but yeah. um, it sucks for Inter because they got drawn Ajax and. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you, you gotta play the best teams. Right. So if, if you're not gonna play them in the round of sixteen, well, guess what? You're gonna play them in the round of eight. If you're not you gotta beat the, the best of... to be the best. You know yeah. What I mean? Like it's it doesn't really eventually. matter. You, you think you're gonna dodge Man City for four rounds? Well, like, I mean, the the only <laughs> argument to be made though is, and like I obviously I agree with you, but the financial incentives go up the farther you go. So it's like if you did have an easier round of sixteen matchup and you got to the final eight, then you make, you know, you make more money. Yeah. That, that's the only thing. Okay. Inter Better to play him now and get it out of the way. <laughs> Maybe. It's okay. Inter makes enough money. It sucks because the first, oh. your first I don't know matches, about that ownership though, Jerry. I mean. <laughs> your first match is at home. So say, you know, that, that might not be good. <laughs> well, goal differential doesn't really matter. So no, they 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 well yeah, and they, they got they rid of that. The away goal, rule. yeah, they got rid of the away goal. I I think Inter can win this. I I said on Twitter that Inter can win it, man. I'm I'm standing by that. I I, I think they can. I'm sorry, man. Like I know that Barella is gonna miss at least a game. Yeah, but... I, I didn't even mention that. That's gonna. I think he's gonna miss both games for a direct red. Uh, I I think he's probably he'll gonna go miss one. both games. I think he'll just go one uh, for I some so. reason. But here's the thing. It's not even Umbrella. I think the biggest player that people are forgetting that that really has to – really can make a difference is Vidal. Vidal is the guy who I look at in this whole yeah. midfield because what what the amount of experience that this guy has in playing Champions League for Barcelona is unreal. And like, yeah, Bayern as well. And Bayern. Juve. Juve. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's why you brought this guy here. You didn't tell you didn't bring this guy to go play freaking forty like forty five minutes against uh, Milan. It's the the whole point is that he's there 
to to help them in the Europa League. Sorry, in Champions League. Keep on butchering this, but like, but like, his experience is in, is important. Like, those are the kind of guys you have there to help you win these kind of games. And, and I think that he has shown to have those big key games. He did it against Juventus, uh, I think it was last season. Like, where he can come in and make a, a big difference, even if he plays sixty minutes or off the bench. Like, this is a guy who can man mark and 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 basically like do what needs to be done. So, God damn it, the Leafs. But, like, uh, I'm telling you, man, that that's a guy who I really look at. Um, you got a strong back end there where Bastoni is really going to get tested, and, and I think mm-hmm. the, the experience is going to come in. Devadai is back. He Divide. came back after about five weeks off from injury, so that's good. And, not, and he had a kind of a poor start to the season. But obviously, we've seen it over the last several years. He's a can be a great center back, so hopefully, he gets back into form. So I, I don't see why they couldn't do it. Um, I, I, conference, I don't... conference league is better than the Champions League anyway. I don't care. Yeah, Lord Vigo <laughs> is shot out of a cannon today. I, I love how like not only has he been <laughs> trash talking Chris the entire episode. He refers to you as Roma fan with the glasses on. He's been every every message he writes in. No UCL <laughs> for you, so don't worry about Liverpool. Worry about your sixth place spot. Right. <laughs> My guy, Conference. oh, he is he is on fire today. Conference League is elite. It's all right. That's the that's the elite competition. It's the newest uh, the newest great competition out there. But I yeah, listen, Barella, I, uh, Barella getting that red card is the only way he's gonna get rest. <laughs> right, I, he might have been thinking that. Like, God, I'm so tired. Let me just punch somebody in the leg. Get some time off. I'm also curious to see how. Actually, no, never mind. That's actually Europe, the Copa Italia. We do that it means nothing. I was yeah. gonna say who are they playing before and after their Liverpool match is really important as well to see how he manages his. Uh, they, 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 that's his when they have a tough stretch. Like that's right around Supercopa against Juventus, and they're gonna try to win that. Like it's not. No, like that's gonna... that's isn't that the week of that 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 game? There is when they play Lazio on the Saturday, and is I it? think Atalanta on, on the next Saturday. Yeah, hmm. that's their that's their rough stretch. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I said, don't just don't count out Simone Inzaghi. He has a better team. He has depth. He, he'll have with it an idea. He, he was there last year with Lazio and, and kind of it, it kind of broke down the first game, but I think that had he had a few defenders, would have done Jekyll's a better job. Jekyll's got the experience, too. Jekyll, too? Yeah. Jekyll's yeah. been in some big games. He's having a good year. Really I, just, good year. I, I don't – I think this is a better team than Juventus. And, like – Right oh now, God. sure, yeah. Like just just Champions League experience too. Like just overall, like uh, no one's really talked about you. If everybody just automatically, oh, you're playing Liverpool, it's done. Why? Yeah. Why is it done though, man? Like why? Why can't it be done? Like this is not Lazio he's managing. This is not Patrick in the backfield. You know what I mean? This is not Musacchio in the back end. Like let's get... it's just because it's because everyone is so. So into the Premier League being the elite league that they yeah. just completely anyone Liverpool plays unless it's it's another Premier League team they're just going to completely write them off. Yeah, and and also like be, being on my side of it, um, you know, with the way that things have gone for Inter in Champions League the last few years, it's like then they got through the group finally for the first time in in four straight seasons, so that that's good. 
but you still have a little bit of PTSD. And like you kind of you kind of saw that in the two games against Real Madrid in the group stage this year and last year for that matter, uh, where you just I, I don't know. I like there, there's so much confidence domestically the, with the way they've been playing in Serie A, but just in, in Europe, I don't think we're fully there yet. Like as a fan base, we're still kind of in shock, right? I think that I think that's a big part of it. But again, like no matter no matter what happens, I'm personally expecting Liverpool to go through. But I think they're going to be entertaining games because I think these these two sides, with the way that they attack, I think are going to match up really, really well against one another, and it's going to be good for the fans, I think. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap up on that note. Want to give our guests a chance to to plug any anything you guys are working on, and if you want to plug your social, I know people can see Chris's Twitter handle on the screen, but shout that out, Chris, for anybody who's uh, listening to the audio version and any any other social media platforms uh, you want to promote. C DeSantis05, that's that's where to find me. Twitter, Twitter's the best place to hear me complain about Roma. Probably you're gonna hear me complain a lot this weekend facing Atalanta, but oh, we'll see. please, please get something like shit house a draw. If, get if something we could, out if of we, that. yeah, if we could, if we could shit house a draw, I would be very happy. Just at least, so at I. least a draw, that would be great. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get the shitty Atalanta. Who knows? You know what I mean? But that's what we it can does hope for. Sometimes. It, it happens. It happens to them. They'll just put up a stinker and then put up five goals the next week. So who knows? That's what we can hope for. What about you, Jerry? You took like a week off from writing and you recently you came out of your week long retirement. Uh, where can people find your latest work? Um, I'm just writing a, a news article for MLS expansion team of uh Las Vegas for this. Is, they're 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 rumored to be the thirtieth team. They're going the crazy team. MLS. It's like I, I didn't realize we needed thirty teams. They're gonna have forty probably in the next few years. I think it's smart. I think it makes it more competitive. And I think it needs at least thirty teams at most. In it, it balances it off. You don't want an odd number twenty nine. I think you have fifteen and yeah, fifteen. Like it, it works perfect. I I'm okay with it. How many teams are there in? No, there's 18 in uh, in the um, city, uh, but it's different. 20, uh, 28. It's, what do you mean? Where do you get eight? 18. No, there's no, 20. There's 20. It's 20, there's yeah. 20. Yeah. But it's different. It's just one table. In in the MLS, it's two separate tables. So it's not right. like it's not like all 30 teams are playing each other, right? It's still 15 and 15. And I like the format. It's you want to be different. You don't want to be exactly like Europe. And I think the way you get to the playoffs and you have to like get there. I think it's pretty cool still. So I'm okay with it. I know that we're used to the tradition, whoever comes first in the league, but teach of their own, I guess it, it's North American style, but um, at the end of the day, it's uh, yeah, but that's all I have. And, and I tweeted out an article I wrote about Joaquin Correa. I've had some stuff in the Ooh, back. I got to read that. I'm going to read yeah, that tonight. I wrote about Joaquin Correa, what Inter can expect to him. So I haven't watched I haven't watched MLS since Andrea Pirlo played in it. <laughs> well, I'll be there this season. My my on MLS broadcast for about a year and a half. You're not missing much, believe me, bro. You're not yeah. missing too much. You know, but it's, watching, it's still fun. It's still fun. After watching after watching so much European soccer for so many years. European yeah. football. Uh, I don't know if, how I would. Uh, I'd probably make fun of everybody. 
It's not even that. The, 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 the times when MLS is clutch are like when they go on because because uh, the league like it goes through the summer. So if it's like a summer where you don't have like a World Cup or a Euro, and then there's not like major matches going on, it's like oh, hey, at least like there's something on. Like I love the fact that. I love the fact that football is like year round. Like there, all there's always somebody in season, right? Like there's an international break, or the European leagues are in season. If they're not, South American leagues, North American leagues are in season. So I love the fact that it's year round. If you love football and you love soccer, it doesn't matter what kind of brand it is, you'll watch it. So my buddy said to me, he's like, "I love yeah. the game. I don't care who's playing." He's like, "If you love the game, you'll just watch it." Yeah. Mediocre. I'd rather, rather just watch Roma reruns, to be honest. No, I, I well, can watch, watch that Inter game a few more times. No, I, please. <laughs> I have videos on my phone. I can't take it. I, I, I can watch anything. I, I'm doing MLS this season for TLC, and, and I, I had the experience to do one game live, and it doesn't really bother me. Like I, I just love the game. That's it. So it's always better live, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. It's so much it's different too when you watch it live, but. MLS needs more support, to be honest. I think if if the support would get better, I think it'd be it'd be a little more entertaining. But, but it's it it's it just is. North America. It's just it's not the you know it's not it's not everyone's cup of tea here. The yeah, sport it, in general, it's it, it's getting it's getting better. Uh, I it's I, I think it is getting better. Yeah. But that that'll do it for us. I want to send a huge shout out. Uh, let me let me go through some shout outs in the chat. Our oh, guy Lord, Lord Figo was going after Chris. Chris is a good sport, and Lord Figo is a legend. Uh, Ivano, uh, one of the great Roma fans out there, who's a frequent commenter. Our guy Jorge, uh, who's our French football and Portuguese football correspondent. We appreciate him as always. My guy Mo. From Inter Worldwide. I love seeing Mo. And Mo, by the way, I love his tactical breakdowns are so good. If you guys ever get a chance to watch Mo's content, this guy has a football mind. He is he is awesome. Uh, Hamza, thank you so much for all the awesome compliments for tuning in. Uh, and, man, uh, Faiz 1908 thank you so much for tuning in. Massimo, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, I'm tired of scrolling, so if I missed anybody who part... Oh, hold on. Uh, Toluwa, uh, Toluwani. I want to make sure I hit every syllable there. Thank you so much for tuning in as well. So, yeah, guys. Uh, so, thank you so much for watching the video version of this. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, make sure you smash the like button. Hit the like button. And please subscribe. Fuck to up, man. I gotta take a fucking leak, man. Hold on. I'm about to be done. <laughs> Smash the like button. Subscribe to Five Reasons Sport. Or sorry, uh, that's the other platform on surprise. So subscribe to Calcio Connection on YouTube. Now Jerry's got me all rattled now. And if you're listening to the audio version of this, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Calcio Connection. Hit the subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating. Huge shout out to Chris and to Jerry. We'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode. It's CC Jerry's private message. I need to fucking piss. Fuck, he said. Go take your piss, Jerry. We'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode of the Couch of Connection podcast.